Come on. Love my girl. She looks good. Come on. going on uh we are finally back it's steve it is chris and uh we've had a bit of a layoff due to uh nor'easters and travel and just jersey transit being jersey transit i have i have fillings in my teeth now my teeth are now nicer so oh, that's great yeah that's yeah awesome. dental hygiene yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's jump right in yes in the past two weeks of of red bull everything what what is what has happened uh we <laughs> tell beat, me steve <laughs> we beat tijuana really we beat tijuana five to one on aggregate wow I, I just i'm still it's it's a good week and a half later and i still cannot believe that we beat a mexican team yeah it's and, i mean it's 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 still it's still like there it obviously results a lot of stuff has happened in the past since that result yeah but it's still an yeah. accomplishment that that it's it's great, and now it's on to the uh, <laughs> it's on to Guadalajara <laughs> to... and Chivas and uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be fun. As soon as I, I forgot when it happened, like it, like a, a, a switch flipped in my brain, and I started like tweeting like 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 just like offlandish stuff. Just like we got this. Don't worry. Like like <laughs> it's like I, I want to be on the purge to to, to capo. <laughs> I'm gonna lose. My, I'm not gonna have a voice the next day after the game and stuff like that. Because like, there's something in my brain that just switched. I'm just like, I am. Re- I'm now yeah. ready for this series against Chivas. Yeah, I, I believe we have like what, like 12 capos for ESC, <laughs> and I think like 47 have already claimed a half. It's amazing. Everybody's everybody's just like popping up out of the water. Hey, I capoed a game in like 1998, and uh, Brent was sick that day, so uh, I will take third half. Uh, I'll take extra time. <laughs> I'll take extra time, just in case. Yeah. So I mean, let's uh, let's jump right in for for our three stars of the game for that. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll start from there and 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 discuss it. For me, I had Kaku as my third star. Okay. First goal. First goal. It's yeah. just the the emotion from him after scoring that yeah. goal. It, it, you would think he just won a CCL with that goal. <laughs> and it wasn't a garbage time goal. No, it was the it was biggest the goal. goal. That was it. That was, it was it was amazing. You can't tell me otherwise. People now have him like as like their wallpaper. Yeah, like, I've it, it, I've already started collecting the scrap metal to build his statue. <laughs> it's it's going to be expensive. Yeah, no. It's, it's, <laughs> that's 6.5 million. Just give me a piece of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it was great to see him score his first goal uh, to, to cement our win against Tijuana. Yeah. Uh, it was great to see that, yeah. yeah. That goal will definitely help us if we advance because it's all about goal difference yeah. and points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second star, I have to give it to Maria. Yeah. Two amazing assists in that game. I mean, I, I can't remember... Seeing him cross the ball like that, no, that was, well in a game, he was great. He was insane. he was just he's he's the perfect player for a competition like this because he 
he's CONCACAF. He is the embodiment <laughs> of CONCACAF. He's a Panamanian he's, player. He's not a used... dirty player, no, but he knows, he knows how to play with them. He knows the like, rules. He knows how, how the game is played. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And first are three assists for Bradley. I mean, yeah. just that that cross was... I, I still like I, I I've watched the highlights like four or five times. It's like just, the Olympia one, like from from Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah. just again, it's, yeah, just when we it, when we talked about that one, it's the ghost of Henri. Yes, the ghost. Of Henri. We had another angels in the outfield moment <laughs> where Henri swooped down and swung his leg for him, and no, this, no, this, that was all Bradley. No, it was all Bradley. This this version of Brad now is is. I I love it. I love this like the evolution of of BWP now as not only still being able to score goals, but now to be able to facilitate from pretty like anywhere on the field almost. Yeah. It's I yeah. it's great. It's great. It's, okay. it's awesome. So who did you have for your? Third I stars? had pretty close to you. I had uh, I had Adams as my third star okay. who got a goal in the game. Yeah, he did. Good goal for him. He was a player of the match through the Concacaf player of the match. Uh, I had Mario as my second star. Again, same things you said. Just an amazing, amazing performance from him. And then I had Bradley as my first star too. Okay. It's just, it was, it was insane. Yeah. It was, it's just he's when he's mean, out there. He he just does things that is just it's I mean, incredible. According to Twitter today, Bradley's not tearing it up in MLS. <laughs> But, I love that everyone's like, "Are you lost, yeah, sir? Yeah, where did you, sir? Just, <laughs> do you just, need assistance? Because I mean, what, what you're what you're what you're saying is is false. He's, he has like what thirty seven goals already this year. Or something like that. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a stat boy because yeah. Eric doesn't want to do Eric. it. But you know, he is racking up the goals and the assists yeah, this year. He is pulling the strings everywhere across the field, and I don't know what else he can do. But to... <laughs> To just keep doing what you're tearing do. it up. Just keep doing what you're doing, Bradley. What, what else could there be? Just keep doing what you're doing. Let me know when you're gonna start selling those hats because I want those. Yeah. And <laughs> and just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because it's 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 great to see him yeah. in that in that in that just that mindset. It's great. It's amazing. I, I think the weirdest thing for that game for me was just the lack of Tijuana fans. And I, I get it. They're a new team. I'd said the episode of yeah, like I was did. like it was, it was they're they're a West Coast team. Tijuana is a newer team. I I wasn't expecting that many fans. There were a couple. I like like when they scored that first goal. There, you heard some some fans yeah. cheer, but like, yeah, it's not. It's it's. it's it was just weird playing a, a Concacaf game without Concacaf fans. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, that won't be the problem. Maybe no. for the next round, which we'll get to in a little uh, bit. But yeah, no that that game for me, like when I was in the section for that game, the the their goal went in, and like after a while, like I was just like upset that it happened because it just for me, I think it, I don't know if it was offside or handball that was kind of like a weird mm-hmm. whatever happened happened, and then I was just like hmm, <clears throat> like I didn't like that. There was one off the post, and then Royer had one off the post, or vice versa, or something like that. Yeah, and. Then like once we got that 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 goal, it's just like, it's, yeah, let's go, let's just go. Yeah, I was on the perch for the first half, and I I watched the end of the goal going in for Tijuana. Yeah, I didn't see the sequence, but I turned was, around and was, watched it just like trickle yeah. in. It was the opposite of the miss against Columbus in the playoffs, <laughs> where it was like slow motion, yeah, bounce, bounce wide, yeah, like just inches still haunts me at night if you can't tell <laughs> um but no i mean we gave up that goal and it sort of felt like that's so metro yeah 
here we go. I had the same feeling that I had being up there for uh, the first Shield game. Okay. Where McGee scored on us, and it's like, oh, uh, here we go. Mike, like, Mike now we need two goals, and Mike <laughs> McGee's still on the field, and... <laughs> You know, of course we're not going to win the Shield because we're home and it's Chicago and and, yeah. and we're Metro. But no, I mean, we scored that goal and it was, okay, like we're back in the driver's seat. Right. You know, let's go. Let's have some fun with this. And yeah. I didn't expect 5-1 to one on the aggregate. No. I no. I was not. That well, was. You, you said for the game, you what was your prediction? 2-1. 2-1. I had 3-1 for RSL. I was very incorrect very, on that one. Very wrong on that. You were very. <laughs> um, not Nostra Capo. Not Nostra Capo. I mean, I got the I got the scoreline correct for the wrong game. Yeah. So it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you were at the Red Bull 2 game. Yes. Yes, I was. Which how was how was that? It was it was an RB two game at RBA. It was the season opener. Yeah. It's not you're not gonna have the most uh well attended match. <laughs> no because it's just what it is. But no, it was a it was a good time. No, like I I take for me RB two games are my are my break. Mm-hmm. Like I love going to an RB two match and I, I was in the fir- for the first half I was in the in the South War to watch it. Uh like just watching it with the rampage and like next to me, but then like for the second half, I went to midfield and just watched a soccer match from midfield, and it was it was great. I I enjoyed it. Uh, players that 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 you saw come out for for RB two, Tanari was great too with his two goals. Um, Scarlet and Dom, they were shaky the first ten minutes. Redding too was kind of shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the first half was kind of like a touch and go kind of thing. But after that, that Laura PK save, it was, it was all us. And then Caceres coming out. Caceres. All right. So you, you are high on Caceres. So high on Caceres. Caceres is my Kaku. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody else is fawning over Kaku and I'm just here on the side. Like guys, what about him? Like, look at this guy. He's, he's, he's really good. Yeah. yeah. No, Caceres came out and looked like a natural out there. He's, I, I always forget now, is he 17? He's 18. He's, 18. He turned 18, like, end of January, end beginning January. of February. Okay, so he's 18. Yeah. He's a young guy. He looked, he looked a nat, like, natural out there. He looked mm-hmm. just like, like he's been with the system for years. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it, it the more, I want to see more of him, because it, it wasn't enough for me, but, like, he looked, he looked very fluid out there. Yeah. Um, one player that, to me, stood out, Bonomo, Mm-hmm. Bonomo to me looked like a man amongst boys. Like he looks like he was signed to the first team in the offseason and and he's with RB2 now, but he looks I think he like I see him as open like at the cusp between like open cup starting 11 and like bench player for us. Okay. Cuz he looked he looked like he just was bossing people around. He's just yeah. this big guy amongst like all the like the like the reserve usl players and it's just like okay yeah it's gonna be interesting with him we have a very crowded that's the thing right now yeah yeah you know with with guys like etienne mines showed what he could mines do was, against mines, portland yeah and mines was good against uh tfc too yeah. also so and yeah. there's we also have our our thick son rivas <laughs> thick son carlos <laughs> that uh you know it, it's a, it's a bit of a log jam and that's not a bad problem no it's it's not you know, I love, I love, especially in August because yes, it's gonna be congested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we think that March was bad. <laughs> Just wait till you're playing four games in yeah. in 14 days when it's 95 degrees out. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys are gonna be begging for 30 degrees again. 
Oh man, but you know, it was it was a cool experience uh, to 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 catch an RB two game in RBA. Yeah, I love, I, I love doing that. I didn't really get to watch much of the game. Yeah, I saw the highlights while I was trying to stay warm at the tailgate outside of yeah. uh, Rio Tinto. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I loved going to to uh, Red Bull two games all the time. Yeah, it was great, but the way they schedule them now. It's they're either playing the exact same time that the first team is playing, yeah. or all their home games are road trips. Right, and, right. you know, like we're, I love these guys, but first teams first <laughs> for first a reason. Team, yeah, yeah. Uh, was, we're lucky that it had you had that window between the RB two match, and then you had like a couple hours before. We, yeah, because we had we were on the West Coast, it was it was yeah. it was easier for us. So let's talk about that uh, oh, West yeah. Coast game. Uh, it was a little cold. It was a little cold. Okay. It was a little cold. It was a little snowy. Um, <laughs> was it hail? I, was there? I didn't see any hail. Okay. Because um, when we were doing like pregame watches and stuff, someone said in the live feed, was like, it's hailing. I was like, well, oh. No, 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 it was snowing. It, okay. it really started coming down after the game. Okay. It was, it was snowing pretty bad. Uh, luckily, we had a roof over us. So, okay. There you so go. So it didn't snow directly yeah. on us, okay. which was great. But yeah, I wasn't really sure what team I was watching out there. Okay, that was that was a 2017 Metro that was performance. A very, that, yeah, <laughs> that I, I was having PTSD flashbacks to every road trip over the last two yeah. seasons of where is this team? And I get it. It I said it after the game. I'm not mad. I'm mm-hmm. not upset that they lost. Yeah, it's a road game on the West Coast in March. In March. Yeah. It felt very much like the game in Portland after the Cincinnati game semifinals US Open Cup last year. Where it was, we gave our all on Tuesday, and hey, (laughs) maybe we're phoning it in, but that game was more important than a a West Coast game in MLS. Like, here's now that I'm kind of practically a week week off, like a week away from it. Minus that PK, nothing else happened. They yeah, that amazing save from Ramondo. Yeah, that was it. yeah. The, the Parker shot. Um, Bezicord had a shot also that was saved by Ramondo. Our defense didn't. There, I, maybe there was like one other close call yeah. that I remember of. But then it was just nothing happened for like eighty five minutes. Yeah, and it was just our finishing was just terrible yeah. it, it it just looked like a, a team that hung, like when Fishkin asked like one word review for the game i was like they were hungover it was yeah. just a, a, it was, hangover it was a hangover game. it was a hangover game i thought etienne should have started okay um at the time i didn't know that davis was hurt yeah uh i was a little surprised he wasn't playing i get it mm-hmm. but i thought etienne should have been out there i thought we would have been you know much better right if he was out there but um, what about Muil? <sighs> Look, we didn't talk about it in the Tijuana segment where we t- Muil had a terrible game against Tijuana. Yeah, and I don't want to like every podcast since that game on has talked about it. I he had a bad game. He had a bad game. I think this would have been the game where you put him on, put him in to boost be, his confidence a to bit. boost his confidence. Because because yeah. while he had a bad game, he's he's not that that that's his lowest. Yeah, I don't, like, I, I get it. I've been down on him in the past yeah. of, like, what is he doing on that field? He, at times, he has felt very much like uh, Jesse's Eric Alexander, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. just he's starting, and you don't really know why. Maybe he has, like, incriminating pictures of something, 
but mechanical shark. It it could be the mechanical <laughs> shark. That's very true. Yeah. But I'm not down on him this year. I've seen him live at every game this year. I've seen him off the ball. In when we were in Costa Rica, mm. if it wasn't for him, we don't get that goal. Right. Like he started the press, you know. He had a bad game against Tijuana. Nobody's perfect. Right. Nobody has a, a great game all the time. Yeah. I don't think we should be burning him at the stake or, or shooting him into the sun right now. Right. But there are people better than him that should be starting. Yeah. We've had congested matches. We've had to rotate a lot. I understand that. But now that it's pretty much one game a week yeah, for, the next... for the foreseeable future, right. we need to stop playing him all the time he's always been good as your 30 minute uh bench player Mm -hmm. bring him in the 60th minute when you've been doing the press and you've been tiring the opponent out and just he's like an attack dog yeah that's someone that knows the system and just knows what to do like and he's just he he is our husky like (laughs) he is he is a puppy that just has so much energy and he wants to run everywhere and show you how much energy he has and how fast he is and he's not the he needs to best be, he needs to be player. focused. Yeah. Be, yeah, but if you send him out there in the 60th minute and go get him, Alex, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just gonna run the opponents ragged yeah. and force them into mistakes where the other players on the field can pick up from he's, there and go. He's like a spark plug that that yeah. just for the, everyone else. He's yeah. just yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I I think the people that are saying we should you know he should never, never play it. him yeah, again. Yeah, he's nah, garbage. They're wrong. He's not. He's yeah. He's a kid that knows our system. Right. He's, he's a guy that's been around long enough and has played in the system multiple levels. He knows everything there is to know about it. And again, he's not the best. He never will be the best his at his His ceiling is not as high as maybe no. other players that we've acquired, but he yeah. still has like tools that we yeah. need in a yeah. player in our system. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I, that's why I, I thought maybe for an RSL match where he didn't he he was uh, taken off at half against Tijuana, he m- might have been a better choice as opposed to like Riza, who was playing on the wing and was kind of not that was not his position. Yeah, uh, that was like his first. Never play him on the wing again. No, 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 no. don't don't play him there. No. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I personally would you with Etienne and I think Muil might have been good out there too. Because yeah. um, they're younger guys, they're just. I don't, it it would have been good to to maybe like give them a confidence booster, even like if the surrounding like part of the game might have not been conducive to it, just to get them out there just to, after a bad game on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, just my thought. I just they were they were weird. That lineup was weird. Yeah, it was just. I get it. Like we had the game on Tuesday, but we didn't have another game for a week. Yeah, we could have. We could have just. We could have thrown somebody out there. I'm yeah. not saying start Bradley. No, right, but, but but you have enough players out there that 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 sh- yeah. maybe should have seen some minutes. And, and even subbing Etienne in that late, I thought he should have come in earlier. Mm. Yeah. You know, it was watching the game there. It was clear there needed to be a change at halftime. Yeah, I was very surprised when that that didn't happen. It, it again, it was all 2017 <laughs> RBNY. It was yeah. just it was a very <laughs> yeah in a vacuum, just like there. There was one difference, though, that made me happy. Okay. So there was about 12 of us out there. Okay. Uh, I think a couple of, of people that just bought tickets that were fans came over. So we were at about 14, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, after the game, we're standing there waiting. Waiting for acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got there, you know, as they were finishing up warm-ups. So, 
you know, granted the whole team didn't know we were there, mm-hmm. but start of the second half, we chanted for Robles. He was in our half. He waved to us. He knew we were there. Right. Um, in past experiences, in a loss like this, the team just leaves. Yes. They yeah. walk off the field. They don't acknowledge anybody. Uh, my biggest one is always Vancouver CCL, but I think worse than that was Orlando last year. The players had to walk through the tunnel underneath us, and none of them could look up and clap. Are you serious? Yeah, it was bad. Uh, Robles always does. He's yeah, the yeah, exception yeah. to the rule. But uh, Sasha walked right underneath us as we're chanting his name, and nothing. Got absolutely no response. Right. This game, I watched players shaking hands and walking off the field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it's... 30-something degrees out, like, <laughs> you're cold, you're annoyed, you just watched your team lose. It it bothers you, but then I saw something that I haven't seen in a really long time. It was Robles went to walk off the field, and I could see the light bulb click in his head. And he started grabbing any player left on the field and pointed to us. Yeah, And there was only about three or four guys left on the field, mm. but they came over and they clapped for us after the game. And... It's it's a small thing. Yeah. It's nothing big. It's no. you know, we don't go out there looking for recognition. Right. But it's important to us that the players know and know we're there and appreciate us. Yeah, yeah. Because we're there for them. Right. You know, we're there to have a good time, but we're there to cheer them on and support them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes after a game like that, you yeah. know, something like that just a little pick me up for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just is a little all right, like they appreciate what what we did they're sorry like they (laughs) they see what we just watched they watched it too they know they screwed up Mm -hmm. but they're not gonna just tuck their tails between their legs so first real road game of the year ccl is weird they're you know yeah yeah, we had that whole brouhaha in tijuana so obviously nobody could really come over and say anything to us but i hope that that uh I think Robles things is the, change. I think Robles is the kind of captain that will, will on, 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 hopefully you don't see that often where, where you have to get guys to come over, but just Robles will be the kind of guy to just, bring, yeah, to just get players to come over. I mean, we've we've said for the longest time to, we said it to Petke, we said it to Dax, just get the guys to come over. Yeah. Just acknowledge us. Home yeah, yeah. games, away games, acknowledge us. Yeah. And it's hopeful good, that it... It keeps, is a continuing trend. Yeah. Yeah. So, given given that it's a loss, this is our our first loss where we have to have three stars. So, yeah, so. I was really like banking on just running the whole season without losing a game. Like we'd have some draws in there, but I just wanted to go all thirty four regular season games, CCL. U.S. Open Cup, CCL playoffs, Club World Cup. We were, we were going to go through fifty something games this year without losing. And sadly, just, sadly that is, sadly that is not reality. Yeah, right that's now. not reality. Uh, so who are your who are your three stars for a a shaky 2017 RBNY loss to RSL? So my third star is Tyler. Okay. Uh, Tyler's just Tyler. You know, you know yeah. what you're going to get from him. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a solid performance. Yeah. I feel like we're we're going to miss him a little bit this weekend. But as long as Sean Davis is back. Who, who I think... I think they said he's fine. Fortunately, we've let all the news happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now we know everything. Yeah, so all, uh, all those other podcasts, their <laughs> predictions are going to be dated. Uh, so yeah, he should be good he for He should tomorrow. be good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Adam's a third star. You know, I thought he put in a solider performance as he could. 
Second star, I'm giving it to the guys that traveled out there. You're you know, not <laughs> I'm not even going to give it to a player. You know, it was 30-something degrees at halftime, 35 degrees yeah. maybe. We were tailgating with uh, with the RCB out there in uh, in Salt Lake. They're great people. If you ever have a chance to go out for a game, hang out with these guys. They're they're fantastic. Uh, they showed us a good time. But yeah. even after the the game, we were having fun. You know, we were joking and and having a great time, figuring out what bar to go to next. And uh, we may have tried to steal a sign outside the stadium. See. Uh, See, these are the kind of things. So they they have like the walkway that you go up after you leave the parking lot where the RCB tailgate. They've got banners for on the light post for each MLS team, and the one on the ground level where there's a little ledge right there might be an NYCFC banner. <laughs> and of course. It, of uh, it was right there. I wanted the DC one, but there was no way. It was it was pouring <laughs> at that point. Like it was just it was so slippery. We weren't shimmying up a light pole to get yeah. that, but uh, we might have got yelled at by security a couple times. Uh, but yeah, we had fun. So okay. I'm giving us a second star All for right. for going out there and for having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my first star is is Parker. You know, life size yeah. Dax again <laughs> with just a great performance. I've never heard that looks like yeah, life. Life-sized axe. Uh. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, life-sized axe. Okay. Not large adult axe. No, no, no. Okay. I, I would, I would, I would uh, take adult-sized axe. That's also acceptable. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, he just put in another great performance. He's a guy that that shouldn't be performing this well because he doesn't know our system. He's, you know, a lot I, of people were worried about the transfer because he because he was in Vancouver. Not really, um, pr- quote unquote, proven, and he was asking for money like this, like a large contract. Yeah, and his performances since coming here have shown have been a, a, a different. Like he's he's shown maybe reinvigorated and maybe being closer to home. Mm-hmm. Just just maybe just change something where he wants yeah. to go out there and prove that he deserves a contract of what he was asking for for with Vancouver. So if if that's the case, hey. Yeah, he was he was great. He was he was great on, yeah, on the I, day. I have been impressed with him at each game, um, and I hope it just continues. Yeah, I hope it just gets better. Right, right. Uh, so my three stars are pretty much close to yours. I had Adams again as my third star. He was just great. He was again just Adams doing Adams stuff. Mm-hmm. He was just great out there. Uh, my second star is a player. It's not a group of <laughs> fans <laughs> trying to steal banners. Uh, it was Vincent Bezicourt. Uh, Vincent Bezicourt this season has been shown has shown that he he deserves to be on the first team. A lot of people were worried that again, like we said last week, where he, oh he's not he's not uh, he can't fill fill in the shoes of the people that that have left and stuff like that. But he was for for in terms of uh, again the performances weren't that good. But out there he had a, a very good chance that was saved by Nick Romanda, who had a great game despite him being eons old. Um, <laughs> So it's no, he had a good game, uh, and I hope he keeps doing that. And then again, my first star, same as yours, Tim Parker, was that sh- that header should have gone in again. Yeah. But damn, Nick Armando, 
Yeah. Stop doing these things. You know, he's still he he's acting like his uh his first game when him and uh DeMarcus Beasley started playing soccer. They actually started the they sport. They started the sport. The two of them. It was them great. and the city of Seattle. Yeah. And yeah. Atlanta. And Atlanta. <laughs> he's trying to steal Sister Jean and she I saw Chicago. your I saw your tweet about that and I saw and I don't understand why is she Because the game is in Oh, in so, so for those yeah. of you not following the NCAA tournament, uh, <laughs> Sister Jean is this non-supporting Loyola from Chicago. They're in an 11 seed. They've now made it to the Elite Eight. Uh, she's 98 years old. She was 43 when they actually won the tournament wow. years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the game was in Atlanta. So Atlanta United decided that since... They're the greatest expansion team ever, <laughs> not the Chicago Fire, who won the double in their first year, uh, that uh, they gave her an Atlanta United jersey with Sister Jean on the back. So uh, I'm I'm upset for the Chicago people yeah. for trying to, to co-opt Sister Jean. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's like these, again, like we started at the start of the show, this these two weeks are now over. We're now in a point where it's a game a week, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good change of pace. I, I, I like. Yeah. That was hectic. <laughs> it was hectic. <laughs> For you, I can imagine. Just I'm, I'm not looking forward to next weekend in Orlando, and then flying home, and then flying down to Guadalajara. That's <sighs> uh, yeah. talk about hectic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right now, there's about. Four of us going down for the game. For Chivas? For Chivas, in, yeah. In Akron, not Ohio. In, not yeah. Akron, Ohio, no. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be another crazy trip. Slightly Four is slightly worse than what's going to be at RBA <laughs> in a few weeks. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, th- what a segue yeah, this what is. a segue. That was great. Yeah. We're, we're professionals. All right. Uh, yeah, so um, Chivas tickets for the home game. For those of you who have been living under a rock and don't have the internet and rely on Carrier Pigeon and apparently podcasts to get your communications. That's quite the... the, the... I hope that there's a Carrier Pigeon like carrying a tape recording of our podcast to get to somebody. I gotta look into that. It's probably Isaac. He lives in Vermont. Like, they don't have electricity or the internet. Um, So, Chivas tickets. If you're a season ticket holder... You got your seat at season ticket holder price. Yes. So if you're in the South Ward, it's $22. And if we advance, you get the final at $22. Nice. Great. If you're elsewhere in the stadium, it's whatever your price is for a regular season game. Mm -hmm. I don't know what those prices are. (laughs) We're going to assume they're more than $22 because they tell me we're the cheapest. Um, If you're not a season ticket holder that's or you are a season ticket holder and you would like to purchase additional tickets that's where it gets tricky you need to buy the ticket for that game Mm -hmm. and then pick two mls games to buy tickets for now i looked at it pricing it out if you wanted tickets up in the corner cheapest tickets you can get Mm -hmm. it was 31 dollars for that game that i saw available Mm -hmm. at the time and I picked the NYC game and the LAFC game, which were also $31 a piece. Yeah, it's... Yeah. So for $93, you have three games. Mm-hmm. Granted, you're probably not going to show up for the next two games. You're only there as Chivas. But the tickets on StubHub start at, what, 120, 120 right now? Yeah. It's still cheaper. I'm 
I'm going to to argue for management. Here. Okay. <laughs> very unlike. I don't normally argue for management. <laughs> I am very, you know, against all forms of management. Anarchy is the best. <laughs> but if we offered these tickets for just single game seats, same price for everybody, and 22,000 Chivas fans showed up, everybody would be yelling and screaming about how the FO screwed up by selling tickets to Chivas fans. They should have done something to raise the price or box them out or give season ticket holders a chance to buy tickets. As many tickets as they want. As many tickets as they want. Which, as we have seen, and I'm guilty of it with the Arsenal game a few years ago, they gave us free tickets as season ticket holders. I sold my two tickets in 101 for about $175 a piece, and then allowed us to purchase additional (laughs) tickets at face value, and I bought four tickets for $88, and I ended up profiting $1,000 off of this one game. I was so naive back then. I actually went to that game because I wanted to see Arsenal. Because I'm a stupid Arsenal fan. I paid for three seasons of season tickets with one Uh, cash grab. The more I hear about people talking about the Arsenal game, the more I realize that I was the only person that went to that game. So, bringing that up, the precedent has been set that our fans don't care. If you give them the opportunity to buy tickets, they're going to buy as many as they want and flip them for a profit because they know the opposing fans are going to come. This isn't a friendly. This isn't the International Cup. Yeah, it's not the International Champions Cup. This is a competition. This is a real game. This is a game with consequences. Second leg after playing on the road. You want as much home field advantage as you can get. So, of course... You should be charging out the nose for people to come to this game. Yeah. And the other thing with it for me is we've given away free tickets. Mm-hmm. We've done $15 tickets. We've done buy as many tickets as you want. People don't. Yeah. And people still don't show yeah, up. It's, there's, yeah. So even if they offered it, you could buy a million tickets at $22 a piece. <laughs> we would still have the same 7,000 people there if you counted tickets handed out. Yeah. And... That's the problem with with our fan base is they're fickle. They don't care about every game. They care yeah. about the big games, the end of the season, and fireworks night. And that's really hey, man, it. Fireworks night. Is fireworks pretty... night is awesome. We have two <laughs> of them this year. Apparently, we had two last year. We, we did. And I forget one of them. I have no memory of it. I think I'm with you. I don't remember. One. Yeah, but everybody swears there were two. Yeah. Um. But no, I firmly agree that you should have to buy extra tickets and i i get the argument that people aren't going to show up and it's going to be empty seats and make the stadium look bad it was going to be empty seats anyway but we got money for it yeah take the money and run so at the beginning at the beginning of this whole saga i was firmly on on the side of this is ridiculous why can't we buy as many tickets um this that, and the other as 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 more of our discussions have happened and as more as, as i've processed it i'm of milk the chivas fans mm-hmm. for as much as you can yep. because they don't deserve anything two i f- all right, i feel bad for the the people that are financially burdened and like large families that can't get tickets like that's it's good, that's it's going to be tough on them mm-hmm. but for the chivas fans that are trying to get as many tickets as they can and then not going to show up for the other two games go yeah. go right ahead get us get that money get yeah. that paper like go for it um that that's that's my mindset now one thing that i read either today or yesterday 
um, if you, there are fans out there that are just like, oh, I want, I want to get tickets. Um, someone suggested um, having the box office at, at the game tomorrow, letting you buy tickets through through that or something like that. that like it's it's an idea, but like I don't know if that'll help in the your people will still buy tickets tomorrow and then flip them for for the game. So it's it's yeah. just it, it's just a, a, a suggestion, and I I thought about it, and now I just thought like they're just gonna still flip it. So yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a no win situation. It's just. We're gonna be outnumbered. <laughs> yeah. Just accept the fact now. I do. I just lessen it. Lessen it as much as you can. Just yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty it's gonna be an away match. Yeah, and yeah. I've heard the argument that like you know it's expensive. Yeah, it is. Um, but I have the twelve payment option for my season ticket. Yeah, and it works out to like thirty bucks a month, Something maybe. Like, yeah, I have maybe? two tickets, so it's like sixty something. And that gives you 17 regular season games, every single U.S. Open Cup game, including semis and finals, mm-hmm. if we make it. Yeah. You got the first CCL game, up to two playoff games. You know, it pays for itself. Yeah. Get, it's a, red, just, get a red membership. Just get a red membership. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's another option. If, if Just yeah. get a red membership and get the, the max payment plan you can, my, if, if you can do it. My only gripe with this is... We would, as as supporter groups, would like to buy the rest of the tickets in Southport. Okay. At face. Yeah. Don't really have that opportunity. Everybody mm-hmm. has to play by the same rules. Right. To me, leaving the supporter section empty, like if there are still tickets on the table that aren't going to be purchased, yeah, is counterproductive. I understand it for the rest of the stadium. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we shouldn't be able to go buy tickets in other sections, mm-hmm. but. If there are 20 tickets left in 101, say, that season ticket holders didn't pick up, let the supporters club buy them in bulk right. and then sell them to our members. To member, yeah. You know we're just selling them to people that are going to be loud. Right, right. You know, something like that, I I still think they should do. It still remains to be seen if it's going to happen, but it doesn't look like it. ESC sold out our tickets in a day. In less than a day. Wow. We put them up on sale, up for sale on Saturday, and I think before I got on the flight back to uh, to New York, we had maybe a, one ticket left. Okay. We sold out our 40 tickets, right. so 101 will be packed. Okay. You know, we know people will be there, we'll be loud, and hopefully it'll be a little warmer. Yes, yeah. But the rest of the stadium... What is what is your what is your ratio prediction? I'm gonna go with the ratio that everyone thinks there was for the U.S. Costa Rica game. <laughs> uh, that it was 103 percent Costa Rican fans. Uh, no, um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be generous. I think based on the price and everything, I'm gonna say 60 40. 60% Chivas fans, 40% Metro fans. 80-20. I, I, I'm prepared mentally for 80 I mean, I know that, that the New York supporter group for them is selling tickets at like $63 a pop okay. right now in the away supporter section. Yeah, yeah. But it, that's a limited number. They, right. they don't get an, an unlimited amount of that. Um, I just think there's going to be Chivas fans from all over the Eastern Seaboard and elsewhere in the country that are going yeah. to want to come to a team. And to the Chivas fans that are complaining about this, uh, it's come to our attention yes. that uh, for their game against uh, 
Club America, you had to purchase a ticket for the home <laughs> leg of CCL. Um, so, yeah. Ticket plans are not... Ticket plans are not just us. Yeah. Everybody does it. You guys do it. I know none of you are actually listening, but <laughs> you guys do There's it. One Chivas fan There's there. one Chivas fan Damn listening, it. and he's like, ah, he's called our system. <laughs> um... But, yeah, no, I, I'm really just done. It, people are acting like we've invented this. Like, the this flex is never plan. Been, look, I know the people in the front office at Red Bull. They're, they're good people, <laughs> but they're not, like, on the ball enough to think up something like this. <laughs> These are people who have worked elsewhere and have brought ideas with them. Right. Or, or, you know, they do come up with good ideas. There, there are great people in the front office. They're not so great people, too, but... They're not sitting there brainstorming, how can we screw over our fans? Like, right. this is not their thought process. They're trying to, to think of a way to give us as much home field advantage as we can get. Yeah. And we're not going to have much. We're not, yeah. It, it's just like to soften the blow. Which, it, it just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, again, I'm prepared for whatever ratio it is. It's not going to be in our favor, but whatever it is. Okay. Is. The South Ward's going to be 100% I, I, for I, that's, us. That's, that's, and we're the only ones that make I, noise. That's, that's the thing. I, I'm just ready to go into this. Just, I, I whenever I'm in the South Ward, I can't hear anything else. I don't, yeah. I don't care. So as long as we're loud, yeah. I'm fine. My attendance, attendance woes. Like when, when Marsh talked about like there not being enough fans for the Tijuana game, while true. I we were loud enough that I it, like it to me. Yeah. I, I don't care about attendance anymore, yeah. honestly. And you know, not for nothing, ESC has forty season tickets in one hundred and one. We have zero season tickets in the rest of the stadium. Yeah, I don't get a commission on selling any tickets anywhere, let alone outside the South Ward. Right. I'm not responsible for the rest of the stadium. 101 is full, 101 is sold out, and that's all that matters to mm -hmm. me. I don't care if somebody doesn't show up in 127. Mm -hmm. They're not my responsibility. Our responsibility is in the South Ward, and we do our job. And I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to listen to criticism for sections that I don't sit in. Right. Well. So, um... Speaking of, of tickets, uh, and if, if you had tickets for the Houston game yeah. on 4-7, <laughs> which I hope a bunch of Chivas fans bought tickets for that game. <laughs> I, the I hope game. they were like, just pick the quickest games, we'll just get it out of the way. And they're like, shit, now we gotta go to the game on Wednesday in August? What? No, we're definitely not going oh. But no, if uh, if you had tickets for for the game against Houston on four seven, it is now on eight twenty nine, a Wednesday at eight o'clock. Thank you, Houston. Yes, thank you, Houston, for moving the game. It's going to be home field advantage for you because it's going to be hot and humid and disgusting, and you're going to feel right at home. It's going to be great. It's my yearly reminder now that that, that Houston are good people. Texan Army, Texan Army supporters great. group last year gave me pulled pork, and I was I yeah, was like, they're great, great people. So this is my yearly. Monitor that yep. Houston, Houston. Wes, uh, Wes was planning on coming up for uh, for the game in April, and uh, oh no, I hope he can come in August. Okay, like you know, make make a trip, make, out a, of make, that. make a whole week. Yeah, but that game, talk about schedule congestion. The Wednesday before, we're up in the Bronx. That Sunday, we're home to DC. The Wednesday, after? the Sunday after, home to DC. Wednesday, home to Houston. Saturday away at Montreal. <sighs> <laughs> 
and I think the Saturday before the NYC game, we're like in Chicago or Vancouver. One of the two. And here I was when I looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year. I was like, oh, there's not that much schedule congestion. Yeah. And you win a couple games in competitions and that's what happens. Yeah. If anyone from the Red Bull front office listens to our podcast and uh, any future games need to be moved, please don't move them to September. I'm planning a vacation very far <laughs> away. And uh, I'd appreciate not having the streak end because you guys had to move a game to like a Thursday morning. <laughs> Uh, or Tuesday just, at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Philly U.S. Open Cup. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yeah. So so, uh, so so now that we've kind of recapped the past two, week and a half, two it weeks. It like months. It does. Like God. like coming here today, I was just like, man, it feel, like the last time we recorded, it feels like ages ago. Mm-hmm. So much has happened. Yeah. Uh, things have like occurred and changed. It's been, it's been a... I was, uh, I was thinking whirlwind. of topics for the show that we've apparently already discussed that I completely <laughs> forgot that we discussed. When I was doing the notes yesterday. I was like, wait, did we talk about this? <laughs> I think we did. And I went back and I was like, we did. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it's been, it's been. Yeah. When you, when you mentioned the song choice, I was like, wait, didn't we use that? Oh no, that was for this <laughs> was podcast. Wow. It's been that long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have Minnesota. I'm going to say today. Because most of you are going to be listening to this before the game, we hope. You guys want a pregame content, you're welcome. Yeah, we are your pregame show. <laughs> I mean, if they need if they need content to fill on the Red Bull Radio Network, I'm, hey, I'll send the we're right here. I'll I won't. I, I mean, I've cursed maybe twice on the show. I'll I'll tone it down. <laughs> but we would love to be the pre-show for the great Matt Harmon. Just uh, just throw it to Matt, just... and you know, let Matt take the rest. But. Uh, yeah, so Minnesota home. Minnesota at home. We have um, no backline left. Kamar's gone. Mario's gone. Escobar's gone. Tyler's gone. Tyler's not backline, but Tyler's gone. Yeah. So our backline is Laid, Duncan, Long, and Parker. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's all right. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Losing Adams is unfortunate, but again, we have the depth in the midfield to. We got to, Kaku. We got Kaku. <laughs> we got. Uh, the Rizza can 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 go in there. Uh, Muil, I I want I want to see Muil tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Adams, uh, oh, not excuse me, uh, uh, Davis coming mm-hmm. back from his injury. Davis back. Davis is back, and then um, Bradley up front. Uh, and who what, what, Revis? Do you want Royer? Roy, oh jeez. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah. Uh, Royer. Yeah, no. I, I th- like That's the great thing about losing all these players and you still have a starting 11 that, mm-hmm. that can go out there. Yeah. And against a Minnesota that's... They beat Chicago last week 2-1. Okay. Um, but they lost Kevin Molino. Uh, apparently they lost their, their two um, defend, uh, defensive backs and then a defensive midfielder throughout the week. Yeah. It's, it's not... Yeah, their injury report was a little long this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So... I am going to see this game thinking we bounce back from a from a loss. It's, a, it's it's at home. We should we should not be expecting anything less than than a very good result for us against a, yeah. a Minnesota that's still an expansion side that that has just been uh, on a I, I would I don't want to say lucky streak. That's kind of minimizing it, but they're they're not there yet. They're, no, no, no. So yeah, I, I expect us to go out there and just uh, put the screws to them. I, I'm saying my prediction. I'm saying. I'm gonna say three nothing. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, that's a very optimistic one. Yes, we we, we did that last year at their place, three nothing. Yeah, and then I serenaded their fans with Wonderwall and Go Pack Go, and somebody <laughs> tried to fight me, which was fun. But uh, yeah, no, I fully expect complete and utter domination. Uh, I love the Minnesota guys; their fans are great. But sorry, your team is just. It's still in the early stages. Yeah. You know, you're you're an expansion team. You, not everybody can be Atlanta. <laughs> not everybody has the deep part pockets of Uncle Arthur. Yeah. You know, we can't... You, you can't expect to, to hit the ground running all the time. Yeah. And they're um, still building their stadium. Yeah, they're building their stadium. They're building their, their entire system. Yeah. There, there's rumblings that they're getting Darwin Quintero from Club America, which would be a good good get for them. Can they get him before CCL final? <laughs> I think, I mean, uh, it, from the sound of it, yes. But he hasn't been playing for them no. really yet. So it's not like he'd be... <laughs> it's not like he'd be an impact uh, or like a, a game changer for yeah. them. But yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, no, Minnesota's not not, not, not there. <laughs> no. Uh, so we saw what, what we could do against Portland. Yeah. For nothing at home. We saw what we could do against Tijuana in a two-leg series. Where are, you, where are you going with this? I'm afraid. Of you. Five nothing. Five. Okay. Five nothing. I think at a moment during this week when I was listening to other podcasts and, and reading things, I was just like, we can see five or six. And then I was yeah. just like, no, I got to bring it down. I five gotta, nothing. If, if our makeshift B squad could could go four nothing against Portland, there is no excuse to not win at least five nothing. The B plus squad. With, we should be throwing up the. the the A minus squad. A minus. Okay. I mean, we're we're missing three starters. Yeah. But plug it, and play and let's go. Yeah. Um. They had they they're, they're they had a long a good long break between Saturday and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They should be well rested and and ready to go out there and just you know sh- yeah. show out. It should be uh it should be fun. It should be a little. I, I'm sad that I'm not going to be there. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Rhode Island. Mister uh, <laughs> Rhode Island, they're decent. Marrow gonna be okay. There. Yeah. All right, all right. So, we'll allow know, it. We'll yeah. allow it. Yeah. So I'm gonna miss the game, but uh, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I don't know what the weather is like gonna be like. To, uh... I think it's supposed to be like upper 40s during the day and like go down to like the low 40s at game time. Which... Okay, so I'm still ah. m- s- lousy smarch weather. Yeah, <sighs> smarch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, we should we should we should win this game. Yeah. All so right. as so, as uh, I furiously type away to get the, <laughs> our questions of the week. Uh, thank you guys for sending our questions. By the way, if you have questions for next week's show, con- the email address is contact at offtheperchpodcast dot com. You can also send it to us on Twitter, on Facebook, at us, whatever you want to do to get us a question for next week's show. Just send it over to us. Isaac, send the carrier pigeon back. <laughs> Just message in a bottle. All right, so we have uh, a couple questions. The first question from a Miss Monica Rita. Who's that? Uh, that is my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yes, I think as, I've heard of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her her subject line is "Cupla preguntas." So uh-huh. she's practicing her, her Spanish. I'm uh-huh. I'm trying to help her with Spanish. Okay. So, so <laughs> have you taught her how to say Chicago pizza is not real pizza yet? Oh or? no, I'm not. We're not going to have this discussion okay, until right, we have her on the podcast. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. yeah, the episode where she have her as a guest, you guys can have. Okay, this. we'll have it out about pizza. <laughs> 
because that that'll be a whole episode (laughs) uh but yeah so so thank you monica for the questions i appreciate them uh we appreciate them we do uh so you can speak for me yeah okay uh (laughs) first question question for christopher from an anonymous source now that you're now that you've married steve in episode three (laughs) when will you be moving your stuff um so for maybe people haven't listened to last week's episode someone introduces us mr and mrs perch and we kind of just (laughs) just went with it yeah and so um now that i've now that we're cohabitating hey uh it's good tax benefits (laughs) it works yeah uh, when am I moving my stuff? I will get back to you as long as as long as I can visit Peanut on the weekends. I'm okay. And and you, Monica, have to keep the turtle. <laughs> the turtle. You have to keep him. You can't even give him to somebody else. You have to keep him. Okay. Forever. <laughs> All right. Next question. A multi-part question for you, Steve. Okay. How many jerseys do you own? And how do you organize your jerseys by okay. color, by number, by type, or by frequency of use? Okay. So, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I have an extensive uh, soccer jersey collection. Yes. Uh, uh, last count, I was at 92. Um, I do not sort them by color okay. or by number or by frequency of use. My sorting system is more OCD than that. Okay. I sort them by continent. Wow. And then within the continent, I sort them by country of origin and then sort them alphabetically. So alphabetically by country? So it's it's continent continent, alphabetically, within their countries countries alphabetically, and within their teams alphabetically. So I I have a lot of jerseys from teams from England. Yeah. So I have Derby County and... I have a really good knockoff Lester jersey. I'm proud <laughs> of how good this knockoff Lester jersey that I spent nine dollars on is. There you go. And there's Lester and and Nottingham Forest and Liverpool's in there, obviously. And yeah, so it's it's intense. That's quite it's, the the ordering system. Yeah, so and it's really hard when I wash them all because um, I'll wait till I wear like fifteen or twenty. Yeah, and then just throw them all in the wash. Right hang them up to dry and then i have to remember what order they go in when i put them back up it's uh oh it's stressful God. uh and they all face the same direction right and of course and for teams that i have multiple jerseys for so basically metro asbury park liverpool western sydney wanderers and the u.s national team yeah i order them in uh chronological order okay. so oldest to newest gotcha okay um and even within that, I'll do like all the white jerseys together for Metro, all the blue jerseys okay. together. So it's not like like home away, or like twelve would be together. It'd be no. home and then away. Yeah, got it. And I even have Metro and Red Bulls split up, and there's teams in between the two of them because it's alphabetical. <laughs> of course, man. you can't change it. No, of course. Yeah. So you guys get the, a glimpse of my little OCDness. Oh, uh, ordering things are very important to me. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> random, random, unrela- well, semi-related question. What are your thoughts about the U.S. jersey? <laughs> uh, so what? I think what? I tweeted out that Nike uh, designed it like the U.S. team 
did with qualifying where they the, kind of just gave it, up halfway yeah. through and that was it. Uh, I saw an image earlier today the, the chart, turned on the side the and it was the chances chart of, of chances of qualifying for the uh, World Cup. Um, it's half a jersey for half a team. I, I'm on, no, I'm not on the fence. I, 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 I don't like it, but it's the closest thing to a Waldo jersey. I, I said on Twitter that it's a partially downloaded Waldo jersey. Yeah. Like, it's just like loading bars. Yeah. But and it's it, $180. It's ridiculously priced. It's... There apparently are replicas, but like... I, you... That's insane. That's nuts. $180 for a team that didn't qualify for the World Cup yeah. for a jersey that they stopped loading halfway through. <laughs> I, I said to somebody that it looked like somebody accidentally hit the X while the image was loading yeah, for the yeah, printer yeah. and didn't realize it. Right. And the printer just stopped halfway through and that was it yeah it just <sighs> I, yeah it's not it's i just i wish we just had a template i <laughs> i just i every other country has a template brazil has yellow jersey mm-hmm. france has like blue i just want a template and then you can go crazy from that yep. like just the waldo jersey the stripes what you did in terms of like the fracturing on the stripes on this one you can do that on a, on a waldo jersey yeah. if you want to add a flare to each iteration of it that's fine but somebody made uh it was like a they were trying to make a fan jersey like iceland does iceland fans make their own jersey because they don't want to spend the money Mm. on on the authentic one because they're ridiculously expensive i would know (laughs) Uh, um, uh for all you iceland new iceland fans out there like with your new jerseys i've i've got the one with the france 2016 on it Uh, okay and and larissa's got some older ones so you know, we've 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 been there longer than you. Uh, we're we're Iceland hipsters. Yeah, but, I was about um, to say as you sip your yeah, computer. Si- sipping my my Starbucks. Yeah. Um, so somebody was trying to make a fan jersey. Like uh-huh. you know, we'll crowdsource it. It'll be great. And I bought in for it. It was going to be like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little pricey, but it was going to be the first one. But it was basically a Waldo jersey. Yeah. And they didn't get enough people to back it. So it fell through. They're I looking at I doing it again. This. I think I did see this and I just couldn't at the time. Yeah, yeah. They're they're looking at doing it again. Uh, you know, the word of mouth is getting out there. People who wanted to get it that couldn't get it are like passing the word around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully when they put it up again, more there's people enough, will get it. And we'll have a Waldo jersey. Yeah. It'll, it'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, but... No, not not a good not a good release for a for a weird jersey that that just refl- like when I look at that jersey it to me is just like this is the jersey we should have worn in in Russia and even then it's like it wasn't like I remember when they the, it leaked before while we were still yeah. qualifying it was like eh. yeah. and now you look at it it's just like oh great yeah we still <laughs> we, we still have the option to buy it great wonderful. Uh-huh. All right, but uh, back to uh, the questions. This last question from Monica. This it's for both of us. When was the last time you played soccer, and how did that go for you? Organized or just like kicked a ball? Organized. Organized. Uh, I was eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's been a while. It was at the Met Oval, the famous Met Oval wow. in Queens. Yeah. Uh, it was before Nike came through and like gave them a million dollars to redo the field yeah. and make it nice and pretty. So I was playing soccer on dirt and broken glass, which was great. Yeah. Uh, there was it was like this like old Albanian guy chain smoking, telling us <laughs> like kick the ball to that guy because he's good. And yeah, I was there for like maybe three times and was like, I no, no I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay, that's quite. 
that's quite the experience for yeah. me is much more recent she she's asking this question because she knows what my most recent soccer experience was was at the uh the esc charity cup we had uh year two years ago now two years ago yeah uh i was um <laughs> thrown in hastily as the goalkeeper for scott for uh, uh cloud nine uh-huh. cloud nine's team uh i've never played goalkeeper in my life um I my techniques were what some would call unorthodox, as in I would, as players would approach me with the ball, I would leave the goal open, and they would miss, and <laughs> and it worked. Uh, we still finished last, um, but you know, and one unfortunate incident that happened to me was I went to make a save, and I was wearing shorts that were not athletic shorts; they were like cargo shorts, or whatever. I wasn't expecting to go. I literally we got there because I was just going to watch the games and like, do you want to be goalkeeper for us? I was just like okay so i wasn't prepared for it uh, and i had shorts on i went to make a save down to the right so i slid my leg and my shorts just ripped <laughs> my shorts ripped and this is exactly why she asked this question because this happened my shorts ripped i got up and i was like i gotta get subbed it's like someone has to come in because my, my pants my shorts are ripped and i need new pants and uh <laughs> me and monica swap pants because she had like sweatpants and i and i fit into them and i was just like all right i'm good to go now i still have the shorts we, we, there was talks of getting them bronzed and using them as a trophy oh my god um that's i still have the shorts <laughs> and i i'm still perfect i'm still okay with having them Used as a, uh, as that, a as an honor for for worst or best goalkeeper. That would be amazing. But yeah, um, thanks Monica for making me relive that <laughs> that, <laughs> that nightmarish event. Uh, the next question is from Brendan Joseph. Oh yes, the man said. <laughs> we we uh, someone we had this discussion on, on Twitter, and I was just like. I I excited every time we record just to a- answer like just to read yeah. B-Man's question and to yeah. answer it. Jimmy Cates is so down on B-Man's questions, and they're why we continue to do this show. Yeah. So his question, his subject line, because we got to mention that, is another desperate attempt at receiving validation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His question: To whom it may concern, if a national soccer writer had the choice between praising the New York Red Bulls or eating a bowl of undercooked chicken salad tainted with salmonella, would they use a fork or a spoon? Sincerely, sad fat man. <laughs> I think they would eat it like it was a trow. <laughs> they just forego the silverware and just dig right in. Yeah. There's... I'm so, I, I'm slowly coming to the relation that like yeah like I every time I see a tweet about this um the chasing history the, the, have you seen that video his, that video series that TFC is having for their CCL run yep and every time I see a new episode I thought it was gonna be like an episode for them an episode for us because there's two MLS teams right nope <laughs> it's like nope. I want to might as well be the Cosmos <laughs> at because I like I want to know who's making the is it is it like is it who's making the video series that it's just TFC. It's actually bankrolled by the Koch brothers. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, so like stuff like that. It's just like, guys, there are two teams in this competition that are still representing yeah. your league. Then they talk about how oh they they beat Tigres and and one they didn't be, beat them down in Mexico. No. We're still the only team that has. Yep. Uh so it's just I don't know. I I'm slowly coming around to the fact that like. We'll be in the final, and and like I need to find what to knock on, but I'll, it's just like 
I don't know. It's it's this weird. What do they have? What do they not? What did we do wrong? You made Josie cry. It's like it's I'm all like, my fault. I'm like Will Smith in that episode of Fresh Prince. Like <laughs> our team's like, how come they don't want me, man? Just like, why? What did we? What did we do? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it's a little frustrating to uh, with that video series, but we have the best video team. That's in what I was, MLS. and I was going to follow up with. I'm I'm perfectly These okay because we have are... we have the match day videos. Yeah, I, the, the I, all I, access videos. Are amazing. I wait on bated breath after every game, yeah. which is like match day video. Yeah. When when I was standing in the in the hotel before uh, the team got on the bus, I was just watching them. Yeah. Like just getting ready and and everything. Arpan and Arpan's the man. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. You know it's uh, you know let let them let them feel special. Yeah. I saw. You know, we'll I, pop. We'll burst their balloon again. Yeah. You know, burst the bubble. I saw Break some hearts. ML, uh, MLSist on Twitter is just like I, I. I want. I want teams to like talk about like the people that make their content for them. And I'm just. And I was gonna. I forgot to retweet it, but I was gonna retweet it and just like praise B to Twitterless Arpan because like him yeah. and Andrew just do a knockout job with those videos. Yeah. I l- love watching them every week. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, like it's. It's unfortunate that that they have their own video series, but hey, we got ours and whatever. We'll do we'll do it we'll do it on our own, whatever. We'll so, do yeah, it live. We'll do it live. But yeah, so thanks, Brendan, for the question. So yeah, tra- trow eating, trow eating is is probably the way they yeah. they'd go uh, for instead of writing about us. Uh, and the last question is uh, from Brent Brent Gamut. Uh, fucking oh wow. Metro flip. <laughs> oh man, I got now I got to mark this episode explicit. Uh, so this question, subject line, starting eleven, uh, wasn't happy with the choices. I'm I guess I'm okay with it when we're at home, just not on the road. He's talking about I guess he's talking about the lineup we put out against RSL. Mm-hmm. I understand the importance of squad rotation, but just not wholesale changes, especially with a vulnerable RS, RSL team. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a it was kind of put like a weird like hodgepodge starting 11 and that's what yeah it uh i thought it was weird that they left velo at home yeah um it, and ben mines velo do you think velo was was a whole international up and down thing yeah it, that's what i'm that's what i'm chalking it um, up to even though we even though colin got his green card um it's i think it was Due to that, because I don't know why would Velo wouldn't go with the team to to, to RSL. I I would have brought Velo over over Bezicor. You would. I would. Velo has been. Yeah. Okay. I thought he's been doing better, and he's bigger. He's a yeah. bigger guy. He can yeah. be more physical. You know, nothing, nothing against uh, Bezicor, but um, he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he can't get physical out there as much. No. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree that the wholesale changes. I was a little concerned at the start of the game. Yeah. Um, but it's, I'd rather like, so I was fortunate enough locked out that I was on the same flight as the team coming home. Okay. And, uh, I'm one of those guys that like, I'm not going to go up to a player yeah, and start yeah. talking to them, ask for a picture or anything. Yeah. Um, but I love talking to the technical staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like pick so, their brains kind of thing. Like, yeah. Just yeah. like ask random things. And uh, I actually sat in the same row as um, our as one of our assistant coaches, mm-hmm. um, Bradley 
I want to say Carnell. Carney? Carney, yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, but I was speaking to the to the goalkeeper coach, um, mm. Preston Purpo, mm. and um, Tomas Champa, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> um, and does, does look like him. And uh, he apologized to me on the plane. He's like, hey, sorry, like, you know, it didn't go that well. And I looked at him and I said, dude, we beat Tijuana. CCL is more important than... Yeah than a game one game in mls and like it's a road game and it's against a western conference team so it's not even like we drop points to someone in our conference yeah, yeah. that we now have to leapfrog them right to for uh playoff position sure i would have liked the win mm. but priorities yeah um yeah you know it's we, we could have thrown out a stronger lineup yeah out of all the, it's it, again, it's a it's a away loss in March to a Western Conference team. Yeah, you want to win against a team that maybe was 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 that was just destroyed by LAFC the week before. But yeah. like these, it's it's MLS. These things happen. So yeah, uh, yeah. So we we're right there with you, Brent, about the uh, about the, the the lineup. But what can you do? It's uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, we we got Despacito going. Oh, out there. Yeah, we, we did some Despacito. We did a little bit of uh, some of the other new songs out there. All six of us that were there to sing. <laughs> but we had a good time. There you go. Good, uh, good, good. So it wasn't a complete loss. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So thanks for the question, guys. Yeah. Uh, that about does it for a a, a jam-packed procrastination edition of all the birds yeah uh um, i hope you guys got stuck in traffic while having to listen to this yeah. that, like it didn't get cut off yeah. uh or you listen to the other half after the game and you're like Haha, steve with your terrible prediction <laughs> um it's like if you listen to this on sunday it's gonna be weird yeah but eh. whatever so uh yeah hopefully uh we'll see some of you out there tomorrow I will at least. Yeah. Um, enjoy the game, everybody. Enjoy Rhode I Island. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't think if, anybody ever has, but. If, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has food suggestions for Rhode Island, let me know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, we promise we will get the next episode out a little more timely. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's just, it was, it was a hectic week and snow and. Yeah. yeah. We were supposed to record on Wednesday, but uh, then it snowed. So um, nothing you could do about that. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, see you guys out there. See you guys out there. Enjoy the game. Have a good night, guys.